Hey, what's going on, y'all? You're tuned in to Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. And guess what, y'all? It is Trash Talk Tuesday. And guess what I'm doing, y'all? I'm about to talk that trash. Hey, look, make sure that you are following me on Twitter at Big Sarge Sports with a Z at the end. Only because I like to be unique. All right? And I'm black. Y'all know how we do things. We can't never do things the right way. Why don't you just put an S on the end of it, Big Sarge? Because I would not stand out. Thank you very much. So once again, that's Big Sarge Sports with a Z at the end on Twitter. All right. Everybody, everyone is still gushing over the uh, Anthony Davis to Los Angeles trade. And even though Los Angeles has two of the top seven players in the NBA on one team, the question surrounding them is this. What role players will, will, will they put around them? What shooters will they put around them? Everybody's still asking that question. Because what is it like now? Currently, you know, once the once the uh, trade goes through next month, there will only be six, seven signed players to the Lakers under contract. So, yes, the Lakers do have problems. They don't know where they're going to get these role players from. They don't know where they're going to get these shooters from. But, you know. Everybody keeps talking about that. That's the big thing right now. All right, you got AD. What you going to put around him? I got it. That's a fair question. It's a valid one, too. But, 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 hey, can't that same question be asked about the Golden State Warriors? I mean, with Klay Thompson going down and being out for at least nine to ten months, with Kevin Durant, if he decides to re-sign, with the Golden State Warriors, him going down for an entire year. Who the Warriors about to put around? Steph Curry. Don't worry. I'll wait. I'm listening. Who are they going to put around Steph Curry? Which is the reason why most GMs in the Western Conference are gushing over the fact that it's wide open now. The road to the finals is wide open in the Western Conference. And it's really sad because the Golden State Warriors are about to move into a new arena in San Francisco. So they've invested a lot of money into that stadium. They've gotten a lot of tech money, but they may not even be able to put out a good product this year. Look, let's look at these notable free agents that the Golden State Warriors have. They got KD, Kevin Durant, who has a player option, Klay Thompson is an unrestricted free agent. Now, the big question is, will KD come come back? And, you know, that's been beating like a drum, so I won't do that on this podcast. But that's the big question. Does KD come back and sit and just collect $31 million for the rest of, I mean, for the entire year, uh, 2019-2020 NBA basketball season? Like, that's a lot of money for workman's comp. I mean, I've seen people, you know, go and work must come for $31 a week. That's neither here nor there. I digress. Klay Thompson, they have to give him the max now, right? 
And the good thing is, Klay Thompson didn't make any of the all-NBA teams, so they're actually going to get a discount when it comes to him. But he's going to be out for a significant part of the 2019-2020 NBA basketball season. So now that leaves you with Quinn Cook and Jordan Bell, who are restricted free agents, meaning that any offer that they get from another team, which they are going to get offers, especially Quinn Cook, any offers that they are given can be matched by the team. So you look at it, they're either going to lose Quinn Cook or Jordan Bell because somebody's going to offer them an astronomical amount of money because the salary cap is going up, I think, this year. So somebody's going to look at a shooter like Quinn Cook, could be the Lakers, and say, hey, man, we got this over here for you. Or somebody out there is going to drive up the price just so they can make the Warriors mad because they know that the Warriors need players. DeMarcus Cousins is uh, unrestricted. Andrew Bogut, Jonas Jerebko, and Kevon Looney. So you got these players out here. That's all. That's pretty much the entire Warriors bench. Who's going to play around? Here's the players that are currently under contract. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, Damon Jones, Damian Jones. Let's stop right there. I bet you some of y'all don't even know who Damian Jones is, right? Yeah, I had to look it up myself. Don't listen. Big Sars know a lot, but Big Sars don't know everything. Damon Jones has played a combined 49 games in three years. He's been injured a lot. When he first came into the league, he tore his right pectoral muscle. In his, I mean, yeah, he tore his right pectoral muscle. And then last year, he tore his left pectoral muscle. So he's been injury prone. For the last three years. But they got him still under contract. Jacob Evans. One year experience. 30 games. So let me repeat this. Uh, <laughs> didn't they used to call it the death lineup? Let me repeat this death lineup again. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, Damian Jones, and Jacob Evans are the players that they have. That they know that are coming back next year. Who's scared of that? That lineup right there can't even beat the Phoenix Suns. That lineup can't beat Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies. The Dallas Mavericks. Who are they beating? They're not going to beat the Kings. Who are they beating with this lineup? Can't beat the Pelicans with this lineup. So ain't nobody afraid of Golden State right now. At all. Period. The non-guaranteed contracts, Sean Livingston, which he says that, you know, then he said at the beginning of the year he, he was going to retire. Then I watched him through the whole year, and I was like, are you pulling the Paul Pierce on us? Are you, like, retired already, but you're just going through the motion? Because, oh, I'm the only one that didn't notice that uh, Paul Pierce retired <laughs> through the season? Like, Paul Pierce announced that he's, he was going to retire, and then he played like he was retiring. Y'all remember what Draymond Green said to him, right? Y'all go look that up. You ain't no Kobe Bryant. I digress. Alfonso McKinney. That's the one that's going to be interesting. Because if you can't let Quinn, if you can't let Quinn Cook go, you really cannot let Alfonso McKinney go. So the Warriors got a dilemma. The Warriors have a problem. The Warriors definitely have a death lineup, but 
it's their own. In my way, 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 way too early predictions for the Western Conference, I ain't got uh, the Golden State Warriors nowhere in that top five. I need to see what they're going to do. I need to see who y'all bringing back. What's the timetable on Klay Thompson? Can you get Kevin Durant to come back? So for as much as you all are investigating who the Lakers are going to pick up and the role players that they're going to put around, you need to think about that when it comes to the Golden State Warriors as well. Before I leave, though, I did a little, uh, um, you know, research. And I know that everybody's high on Kimball Walker coming to the Los Angeles Lakers. I know that they everybody um, is rooting for the Lakers to get Kimball Walker. Kimba has made it clear that he wants to stay in Charlotte and build from there. Plus, if he stays in Charlotte, he gets the Supermax because if I'm not mistaken, he did make the third team. He made third team all, uh, all NBA. So they're going to have to pay him. And if anybody knows anything about Michael Jordan, he's cheap. Look at the jeans he wears. Side note, like I'm the only one that noticed that Michael Jordan wears mom jeans. I'm, I'm the only one. Come on now. Y'all telling me that y'all ain't never looked at Michael Jordan jeans and be like, bro, your jeans don't match your J's. And that don't make no sense because like you're wearing your own shoe. But like you got on cool gray 11s and you got on like the worst jeans I've ever seen in my life. Did you make those? Like your jeans is worse than the time Denise Huxtable made Theo that Gordon Gartrell shirt. I digress. Here are a couple of players I think that the Lakers should go out uh, after outside of Kimball Walker. Ricky Rubio. Now, Ricky Rubio doesn't play. Uh, I mean, Rick, Ricky Rubio doesn't give you a lot on the offensive end outside of being a traditional point guard. He plays some some pretty good defense. And then in that system, I think that the only thing they need is a traditional point guard to be able to get the ball to the players that are going to do the scoring in uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and, and uh, Kyle Kuzma. So that's a, you know, that may be a good pickup for them with Ricky Rubio. Uh, Alfred Payton, he's the guy that used to play guard for, I think he was in the, with the Orlando Magic first, and then he's with the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, and now he's a free agent. That may not be bad for the Lakers as well because he's a guard that can actually score. So he can help keep that defense honest in that uh, in that Lakers offense. And then you got Malcolm Brogdon. If I'm not mistaken, he's a unrestricted free agent. I think that the Lakers have the money to be able to pry him away from Milwaukee. The question would be. If they know that Kawhi Leonard may potentially leave the Toronto Raptors. That's going to leave that East wide open and the Milwaukee Bucks will be the top contenders. I think that that year of experience that they got under their belt belt from losing four straight to the, um, from losing four straight to the uh, Toronto Raptors, that may help them next year. And I know that you got the Greek freak out there getting prepared right now. I, I think the only person that may outwork the Greek freak as far as off the court and getting ready for the season may be Kawhi Leonard. So, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, a couple of the people that I think. You know, let me hear from you. Y'all tell me who y'all think. Once again, you listen to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast right here uh, on Trash Talk 
Tuesday. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Big Star Sports with a Z. Don't forget that, especially, you know, because I put a lot of stuff out. I like to think that I'm informative and entertaining. You'll get a good laugh, but then you'll also learn something. Like if you go follow me right now, you'll see what I put up about Danny Ainge and the Boston Celtics. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to let you go and see what I said. All right, moving on. So story time. Big Sarge about to take y'all back, you know. Big Sarge about to uh, let y'all into his life just a little bit. So I'll never forget, I was in the fifth grade, and I thought I was the man. I'm the man, girlfriend. As you see back then, schools went from kindergarten to the fifth grade. So being in the fifth grade was the equivalent to being a senior in high school, right? Y'all know that, right? So when you was in the fifth grade, you was like a senior in high school because you've been there five years. Everybody know who you are. You sitting at the cool table like you the man because you ain't going to be there next year. Just like a high school senior graduates and move on. So you got all the third graders talking about, oh, I can't wait to be like Big Sarge. I can't wait. Once he leave here and go to the middle school, it's going to be my time to shine, baby. It's like, no, you're in the third grade. You still have to wait. I digress. So here I am, right? A dark, sexy, black, bow-legged, chocolate little something. Oh, I thought I was so cool with my hand-me-downs on. Don't listen. If y'all don't want to go into no therapy right now, we got to talk about that later on. Anyway, so, yeah, here I am, this dark, sexy, bow-legged little thing, you know. You know, I just thought that I was the cat's meow. They still say that, right? Right? Or they don't say the cat's meow no more? I'm too old. Right. I'm getting old. How about this for you uh, millennials? I was dripping with sauce. That's what I was doing. I was dripping with sauce. So I started talking to this girl named Erica and she was the best looking girl in the school. Like, Look good. The best looking girl in the school. So we would talk on the phone all the time, all the time. I played, you know, I used to play this song for that. I, I, when I tell you that we would sit up. Like, I think I wrote the lyrics down just so I would know them so I could sing this song to her. Come on now, don't act like I'm the only one. Y'all don't remember this song? Oh, I lay in the bed with my feet up. So unmanly. So I'm the only one that remember that song? Nobody remembers the barge? Okay, so that's what I did. I'll play that songs like that to her, you know, learn the lyrics. I was singing to her. So I just knew that it was real. Yes. Yeah, y'all. I was in love. Love. You know, even though we wasn't a couple. I was still in love, though, but we wasn't a couple. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Hold on, y'all. I got to get myself together now because I'm having a moment. Give me a second, y'all. I'm having a moment now. Now that I took my own self back down memory lane to the fifth grade, I'm emotional right now. She started dating my homeboy named Jamal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Like she was interested in me, interested in me. But then she started dating my partner, Jamal. That didn't sit well with me. I, I'm st- I, I don't know if I'm still over it to this day. I digress. She played with my emotions. Kind of like what Kawhi Leonard is doing to the Lakers right now. Because y'all see Kawhi Leonard has added the Lakers to his list. That includes the Los Angeles Clippers, the Brooklyn Nets, and the New York Knicks. Kawhi know he ain't going to the Lakers. I don't even know why he playing with um I don't even know why he playing with LeBron James emotions like that. They don't have the money. The Lakers do not have the money to sign a player like Kawhi Leonard. They don't even have assets to get him. And Kawhi ain't taking no less money. Kawhi just won a championship. Kawhi just was Finals MVP. It's time for him to capitalize on Kawhi. He wants to get paid, and the Lakers don't have it. So I don't know why he added the Lakers to his list. Except the only thing I can say is that, um, you know, playing with their emotions, playing with LeBron James' emotions. I guess that Kawhi Leonard would be LeBron's Erica, right? That would be the equivalent to that, right? I still ain't over that. I hope her Facebook page get hacked. Once again, you listen to Sports Talk with Big Sarge Podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge, right here on Trash Talk Tuesday. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Big Sarge Sports with a Z. I wonder if I wrote uh, an open letter to Texan CEO and Chairman Cal McNair. Would he read it? Hold on. Let me give me some paper right quick, y'all. I got to give me some paper. Hold on. So, hmm. Okay. Hmm. Dear Mr. McNair, let me first say I'm sorry for your loss. Your dad did some wonderful things for the city of Houston he will never get credit for. Secondly, please don't wait to hire a general manager and please don't wait on Nick Casario's contract to end with the Patriots. Because, see, I feel like he tried to play you by not telling you the truth about his contract. He knew the verbiage that was in there. He did. He signed it. The agent looked over it. Pretty sure he had another lawyer look over it. He knew the verbiage was in there. And he acted like he didn't. I digress. There are two very important things that will need to be dealt with in the next offseason. Jadavion Clowney's long-term contract and Deshaun Watson's long-term contract as his rookie contract is about to be up. So both will have a huge impact on where your franchise is going. It'll have a huge impact on the Texans becoming the winner that you're trying to put together, Mr. McNair. So, hmm, here's the thing. Those type of things don't need to be handled by a bandwagon, I mean, a brand new, excuse me, by a brand new GM. That's why it's important to get one in here, a good one, this year to establish some type of camaraderie with the players that he's going to have to deal with. Get a feel for both of those players. Develop a rapport with them. And if possible, get a deal done before the season ends. 
That's all I got, Mr. Magnair. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, Big Sarge. P.S. I really miss Brandon Wheaton, Christian Covington, and Mike Tyson. The cornerback, not the boxer. Is there any way that you can at least bring back the weed man, Brandon Wheaton? By far one of the best guys I've ever talked to in the NFL. Always had time for me. He always had the best looking cleats. They were J's, but he didn't wear mom jeans. Hmm. Okay, y'all, I'm about to get up out of here. But please don't forget to subscribe, 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 and share, share, share this podcast. Please, please, please follow me on Twitter at Big Star Sports with a Z. All right, so for all you newcomers, you may not uh, uh, have been, uh, I mean, you may not know how I normally end things when I had my radio show and when I had my other podcast, you all may not be familiar with um, what I do. So I do what I like to call an article 15. Article 15 is actually punishment in the uh, uh, punish punishment by UCMJ action unit. Yeah, you UCMJ. Uh, it's the code of military justice. I know I got tongue tied, y'all. It's been a minute since I had to explain this because most people know. But for those those newcomers, by the time you finish, you know, listen to this podcast, you'll definitely know what uh, Article 15 is. So it's it's a punishable. Any punishable offense can get you an Article 15 in the military. So I like to find things that are kind of out of the ordinary Things that you ask yourself, why would they? You know what? Let me just do this. All my Vietnam veterans, welcome home. Germany, good night. All my active duty military personnel that's downrange, good night. It is now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. Listen, according to the Metro dot com dot uk hear me when i say this man gets ill stuck up his anus but won't tell the doctors how it got there mm-hmm. yep said it let me repeat it one more time man gets ill stuck up his anus but won't tell doctors how it got there a man has refused to tell doctors how ill managed to get stuck up his anus while he was drunk. The man in his 40s who did not want to be named was taken for treatment at a hospital in eastern China where x-rays revealed the creature was in his abdomen. Doctors said the Asian swamp eel had wriggled, wiggled its way up the man's body and was causing a serious obstruction. The eel... A delicacy in coastal China was eventually removed from the man's body and he is now recovering in the hospital. Surgeons believe the eel was inserted up his anus deliberately, but they declined to reveal exactly what happened uh, to uh, happen to spare the man's blushes. The man himself, who is said to have arrived drunk, also refused to explain how the eel found its way up his backside. So y'all know Big Soros did a little research and he found out. So the man was constipated <laughs> and his friends, and I hope I never have friends like this. His friend said, hey, man, there's an old wise tale that goes, if you stick an eel up your butt, 
He'll eat away at the blockage and then you'll be able to take a dump. Could you imagine your friend coming to tell you that? Not take like an X-lax. Not take some type of diuretic that's going to, to flush you out. Not the stool softener, something. A eel, a eel. And how drunk do you have to be or how kind of off do you have to be? Because I just don't want to call him dumb. I just don't want to call him an idiot. I don't want to call him stupid. But how idiotic is that for you to stick something live up your butt? That's 20 inches. And expect it to clear you from being constipated. What kind of friends you got? You know, I'll never forget. So in the military, at least in the army, every Friday before you get ready to disperse, you had to have a briefing. And it was the Sergeant Major briefing, a first sergeant or Sergeant Major's briefing. And when I was stationed in Baumholder, Germany, we had a Sergeant Major who used to tell us every Friday, repeated the exact same thing every Friday. If you're out and your friend says, I mean, I'm sorry. If you're out and your battle buddy says, watch this, punch him directly in his mouth. Knock him out. Because that means he's going to do something stupid. I can imagine this man over in eastern China holding this eel and telling his friends, watch this. Because I'm pretty sure he didn't stick this eel up his butt in privacy. Because if he'd have done it in privacy, that would have gave him enough time to change his mind. But no. Guess what he had to do? He had to show out. And stick a 20 inch eel up his butt. Listen, don't they got like some type of tea you could take that'll flush you out? Like he ain't never heard of the little chocolates. I normally eat an apple or drink some apple juice. Ain't no possible way I'm sticking no eel up my butt. You need help, bro. I wonder what else he ate away at, though. That's interesting. Ain't that what Richard Gere did one time? No, that was something else. I'm out.